What up, Oasis Hi. people? We are back. We are back. Let's go. We're back. We're back. Should we start with, uh, before we dive into some of this, just some of the stuff going on? Yeah. Okay. Let's food. Um, what up, people? So this will be the last Oasis podcast for a couple of months. Ooh. We're gonna take an. I know, and it's been a. It's been a kind of hit or miss sem- semester. I feel like we've missed a couple. We haven't had the consistency always, and um, we were just feels like we just got back from Christmas break. But with the summer, there's like a lot that's gonna be happening for Jaina at camp, as well as Dylan is transitioning off of staff here to go back to Rapid and to continue to pursue his call um, and what God is doing in his life there. And so he will not be with us next fall. And so boo. this summer will be, yeah, boo. <laughs> but we've, it's been awesome to have him. It's been fun to see you continue to grow and develop. And I think people all can see that as we join on the podcast, right? To be oh, able yeah. to learn with you as you learn um, and as we all do. But in the, in the fall, probably right around August, we'll relaunch again. And we'll do it a little bit different. We're going to try some, some new different things. Uh, but you guys can just kind of keep on the lookout for that. Uh, but we're excited about what God's doing in everybody's life. Uh, just wanted you to be aware of that. All right, back on to it. Let's get into it. All right, so today we're talking about remembrance. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, to start off a conversation of remembrance, what has been your favorite podcast memory? Mm. I'm not going first. You're not going first. There's a couple that came to mind, but I don't know which one to say. Um, I don't remember what podcast it was, but when you were not in the room before we started and Ben and I planned for him to reach over and push the lever on your chair. So you'd, you'd oh, sink in the middle yep. when we started. That was a good one. Ridiculous. Funny. Nonsense. Do you have one? Um, I, I think mine has been the, the consistent overarching like inside joke that has run throughout the podcast of how trash egg salad is. Mm. Yeah. The, the, like, I don't know. I feel different. I'm done with the great egg salad debate yeah it's over it's It's over Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. sometimes it's it's like when you're investing in a friend right and you're trying to bring them to the lord yeah (laughs) and they just it's just not clicking for them eventually eventually you have to just give up (laughs) take a step back and say lord your will be done Um, and you submit to prayer right Mm -hmm. you like you keep investing but it's just behind the scenes right you're sowing seed but it it looks different Mm -hmm. for that season yeah i've just been just really impressed with how long we've been able to keep that going (laughs) throughout the podcast i'm gonna bring egg salad every time i come to your house this summer (laughs) no you're not (laughs) (laughs) every time we're at Allie's parents house it feels like her mom's always making like deviled eggs or egg salad it just reeks yo yeah it's like someone just gassed that whole place up and then (laughs) smells like Poop. <laughs> Egg salad bad. All right, keep going. But that was yours? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. mine is every time we get together, I just love hanging out with you guys. And Aww, talking I hate and chatting about Jesus and being able to just like, you know, partner with the spirit. Man, he did this last week too. I know. I did? Yeah. When you when go to when you were like it's just what's, good. what do you love to do? And Worship. I was like, Oh some, yeah, hike. Play. I love to yeah. make films. And you were like, I love to read my Bible and lead Oasis. <laughs> no, but I do like that. I think there's there's podcasts where we get off and it's just, it's really rejuvenating yeah. um, to be able to hang out and to, to chat. And, you know, not everything, not everything you do in work is like super life-giving, right? There's going to be moments yeah. where every single one of you has tasks that you do throughout the day that can feel really draining or daunting. But this, for the most part, is not one of those. It's one of the ones where you leave and you're like, yeah, that was fun. I was yeah. glad to be able to do it. And so yeah. that's my favorite that I leave. Yeah, with. and we're the ones that get, also get to learn. Like, it's not yeah. just you that oh, are listening or watching sure. that are learning. Yeah. It's like yeah. In these conversations, we're teaching each other stuff. And that's mm-hmm. a blast. Yeah. 
Yes. I also uh, really love the 100th podcast. Oh, yeah, that was a blast. the poppers and it smelled terrible. Mm-hmm. The whole podcast. So bad. Yeah, oh, one of, no. Okay, I, I want to change, change my favorite. Okay. My favorite was when I was on the podcast. Ben, ben was in my seat. Oh, and you army crawled? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. As I was going through, when I made... For those. Yeah, when I made... Uh, it, I used to like help produce before I was fully on the podcast. And so... I, ben, Brennan, Jana would be on the podcast and I would just be behind the camera watching making sure everything's going okay. Um, and there's one light behind Brennan that I used to light up a plant and I had forgot to turn it on after we had started <laughs> recording. And I was like, oh crap, I forgot to turn this on. And so I army crawled behind everyone. If you yeah. go back and look at probably one of the podcasts, I can't remember which one it is. I don't remember either. I don't think the camera gets slow enough. For no, this. no, I, you can I see went. all of us go... Yeah, <laughs> Brennan was trying so hard not to laugh, but when I went and made like that that funny edit uh, for the last Oasis oh, yeah. of yeah. the year, I saw that clip and I forgot to put it in there because oh, you could no. see me crawling through the little cra- the little cracks underneath the table. Oh my gosh, funny. I need to see that. You need yeah. to show that to me. Yeah. That was probably that. I forgot about that. That was so funny. Yep, that was a blast. Well, there you go. Yeah, but uh, we wanted to talk about remembrance this week because we've talked about it a lot. Mm. Um, it's been kind of really an ongoing theme throughout the semester and we've only just mentioned it and we haven't really given it our full attention. So that's what we want to do here is we, we just want to give our full attention to, to what is remembrance um, just as we've caught a glimpse of it um, throughout the several podcasts that we've done this semester. Um, and so we'll, we'll dive into it and we'll start with the question of just what is remembrance? Yeah, remembrance, here's a very formal definition. The ability to bring one's mind and awareness of someone or something that one has seen, known, or experienced in the past. So uh, reflecting on drawing back to mind something um, that you've experienced or seen or or walked through in the past, that's what remembrance is. Mm -hmm. It's an action, um, not a passive thing. It's something that you do with intentionality. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we have the formal (laughs) definition of remembering. Why the heck, like, it, like, like, Jenny, you said, if it's an action and it's not a passive thing, it's a choice that we have to make. Yeah. Yeah. Like, sometimes we remember not because we choose to, just because the memories pop up because yeah. of other triggers. But if we're making the choice to remember, if it is the choice that we have to make, why? Why, why is it important? Yeah, that's good. I think, one, it's a command, right? We yeah. see it all throughout Scripture that God is calling us back to remembrance. And it's a command, and it's one that we're saying you have to actively pursue because we're very quick to forget, mm-hmm. right? Even mm-hmm. like the last couple, couple, couple Sundays ago when we had our last oasis, the idea that Jesus is with us, like this is not a foreign concept to yeah. anybody, right? We are, sorry, this is not a foreign concept to most people. Like if you've never heard that, like shout out, like now you have, yeah. that's awesome. But... For most people, they would be able to tell you, yeah, I know God's with me. But we are just so quick to forget. Mm-hmm. We're so, so quick to forget. You can look at the Israelites and the Exodus. You can look the at the whole theme of the Old the Testament. The whole theme yeah. of the Old Testament. Yet also our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when I'm struggling with things and I'm struggling to trust God, if I could just start to remember and to look back, I would be able to tap into the power of seeing God, you have provided. Mm-hmm. I've seen you do it over and over and over again. When my family member is wrestling with something and I just don't know what to do, yeah. it's like, no, God, I've seen you provide in my family a thousand times before and I believe you'll do it again. Mm-hmm. Right? And so there's just a ton of power that we can tap into there as we look back over our stories or back over the story of Scripture. Um, otherwise, yeah, it's just, it's core to what it means for us to be in relationship to God. Yeah. 
that our story with God is based and built on this one of remembering the cross, mm-hmm. right? If we, if we forget the core elements of our faith, that which is the cross and the resurrection, that which is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, if we're not constantly remembering those things, like we can look back on memories and fondness and yeah. experiences, but there's these deep truths that we have to keep calling to remembrance, mm-hmm. that God is good, that he is loving, that he cares for you. All of those things should always be circling in your mind and, and meditating in who you are. Yeah, and it's really, really hard to have a, a relationship with someone without remembering the things that you've gone through. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, especially as I'm like transitioning out of the season of being here in Brookings, like having to say goodbye to all my friends, mm. like it's spending the, that time together of remembering all the things that we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because if we're just only thinking about the moment that we're standing in right now, it's like, why the heck are we crying? Because we're saying goodbye. Yeah, like, serious. That's so yeah. good. It's like saying goodbye to a stranger then. But in in those moments of relationship, it's the remembrance of, it's it's those inside jokes where it's like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I remember you said that thing that was stupid, like, <laughs> and we're going to keep nagging you about it. Yeah. But it's in those things that, that relationships builds off of the things that you remember, off of those experiences that you share. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, the same thing goes with God that off of um, the time that you've spent with him, the relationship that you've built with him, um, things have to come to remembrance to remember of who God is, what he's done, how he's worked, all those things. And I think there's even, there's so much more for us to say, and we'll flush a lot of this out, but that that reminds me of, I think I'm prone as a person to only want to remember the good. Mm. Mm -hmm. But when I remember the bad built in relationship and in my life, I think there's a lot for me to learn in that. Yeah. Right. When I remember the, the struggles I've had in relationship and it's like, okay, what, what was that, that now when I face that again in some other relationship, or maybe I face it again in this one, how can I learn from it? Mm -hmm. Right. When Allie and I have gotten into disagreements, right. (laughs) When, When we have those in our marriage, it's, it's, we remember those not to throw them back, but in people in our, in each other's faces, but to learn of, okay, what, what did we do wrong there? Mm-hmm. What did we learn there? What did we mess up? How can we better love each other now mm-hmm. based on that negative experience? Yeah. Or even like some of the things you've walked through in life, some of the dark valleys or the hard struggles, right? We don't often want to remember back to those things because we're very quick to let's get through it. Let's move on. Let's dust and let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep, and, yep. But there's a lot for us to think back of. It's like, okay, even if you didn't do it well, what can you learn from that as you remember, as you step into the power of what Jesus has for you in your next season? Yeah. Right? If you've yeah. been burnt out before, again, we don't remember that, you're going to burn out again. Mm-hmm. You have to have remembering as a holistic part of your life, both good and bad. And even remembering the bad brings you to a point of saying, like, if you're on the other side of it, I made it through for sure Yeah, that if you make it to the end of a horrible, like just really tough season and you don't want to look back because you know, there's still maybe some hurt, some pain there. Like then you don't get to look back and see the joy of, Hey, I made it through anyways. Like it was hard. It was tough. It did suck, but I'm okay. Like I've, I've made it past that. There, there is a future ahead. Like there is stuff to come and that is now in the past. That's good. Mm Mm-hmm. Why don't you take us into a couple of the yeah, Psalms then? Some of the that. scriptures. Yeah. Yeah. So the Psalms are a great place to see a lot of um, the writer kind of process remembrance and, and look to it. And so um, we'll highlight specifically Psalm 77 and Psalm 78. And so Psalm 77 starts with this kind of cry of distress or um, despair, um, crying out to God, asking just for um, just why things are happening. Um, and he asks God, 
for this unfailing love or he feels like his 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 love has vanished him mm-hmm. um forever and so he um is crying out and he says like has his promise failed for all time like he he's in despair he's lamenting he's frustrating um but then the the psalmist makes this choice to turn to remembrance, uh, to turn to remember the deeds of God, what he has done, the miracles from long ago. And out of that remembrance, then he is able um, to transition that despair to praise, um, to say your ways, God, are holy. What God is as great as our God, that there's no one like you. Out of remembrance of what he's done in the past, the despair, the hardship begins to shift and to become praise. Um and Psalm 78 is written by the same psalmist um, and encourages us to, to teach the future generations um, by remembering what God has done. So it's this encouragement that as we remember what God has done and we teach it to the next generation, it builds them up to, to continue in um, living the life that God has called us to. Yeah. I think one of the core verses for me this semester that I just never would have picked for myself, but it keeps coming up in my heart, just like Revelation when it teaches us that we have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony, mm. right? Testimony mm. is this declaration of what God has done. And as Dylan has emphasized before, just the power of story, right? And what it looks like for us to share what God has done in our life. And the psalmist does that. He goes from this place of despair to praise into the next psalm where it's like, I will now teach this process. I will teach who God mm-hmm. is to a new generation of people. I will share testimony mm-hmm. of who God is. And through that, people are built up. Like even thinking back to Baptism Sunday that we had, there's something extremely powerful of people about people making the decision to go under the water and come back into new life, mm-hmm. right? There's so much symbolism. It's a sacrament. There's this, the Spirit's power. There's the grace of God, all meeting in this act of, of faith. Yet at the same time, we cannot discount the videos that play on a screen behind us. Yeah. Right. Those are some of the most powerful moments of baptism. Yeah. Is for the people in the room, they see a glimpse, just a tiny little sliver of what this this person in the tank has gone through. And they're sharing testimony of God has showed up here and he has showed up here and he has done this mm-hmm. and I'm delivered from this and I'm healed from this. And it's like, man, those moments of remembering collectively as we share story are just, I mean, unreal. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's been one of my favorite parts is just um, of the next few weeks of what my life looks like is my friends and I, in order to like say goodbye, are like planning times to go to our favorite places mm. and just tell the stories of uh, like our friendships of like going to the places that have held meaning to us and, and remembering that and like remembering where God has brought us through and like um, walking through some of the hardships together. Like we were like, incredibly incredibly close and we were able to walk through uh, a couple of years of life together and so to go back and say like this is god's faithfulness like this is where god has moved through it um is just so incredibly cool and and just to hear it even like um as pastors we get the best part of the job is like getting to sit across the table from someone that we get to pastor and like getting to hear their story that has been one of my favorite things is just like getting to sit down with guys in my small group and like hear their story and see where God has been faithful in their life and, and how he's brought promise and, and where he's moved and the things that he's done. Cause it's an encouragement, not only to me, like I'm excited to praise with them that God has moved in their life, but then it's also an encouragement to me that I get to continue to remember like the amount of times I've told someone else about someone else's story, like is a ton. Um, just cause like, I, I know that God has moved and I want to continue to remember that because if he yeah. moved in someone else's life, I know that he can in someone else's. Yeah. 
And I think that's cool because you attach what is an internal memory to an external place. Mm -hmm. And we do that. There's something about us being embodied people that we have physical bodies in which we live this life. And there is something about that, that God in his grace has extended some of the sacraments like the Lord's Supper and baptism, Mm -hmm. where we experience tangibly taste and see and feel and we experience God's grace. But also like when we remember there's these physical, Figgle, there's these <laughs> physical places that we can go to experience that. And you mm-hmm. see that actually play out in the Old Testament. Like Joshua 4 is this story of Joshua leading the people into the promised land. And mm-hmm. as they cross the Jordan River into the land that God has provided for them, they take time to go back and grab 12 different stones from the river. And they take these stones and they then build an, an altar, a monument to God that will sit on the promised land side of the Jordan River that every time they see it, Every single time they look upon this stack of rocks, they will remember what God has done. And it is a physical reminder. It's, it's, it's with their eyes they will see it and their heart will start to proclaim the goodness of who God is and what he's done. Mm-hmm. Right? And so in our lives, maybe it's this, the places for you. Yeah. Right? When you drive past Grace Point, when you sit at Cool Beans, when you mm-hmm. go past the union and you're like, hey, I remember when I had that conversation. Yeah. Or like you drive, or you're, you're sitting in your apartment. It could even be something like this is one of the things that when you consider if you're gonna ever get a tattoo, like I think this is one of the pow- powerful, what could be a powerful reason to get a tattoo, mm-hmm. right? To remember what God has done. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't, you don't need to, you don't need to get a tattoo. Like, but, <laughs> but like as you have things in your life where you're like, man, that was transformative, this relationship, that saying, that verse, like mm-hmm. it forged me. I am who I am today. Mm-hmm. And now every single time you see that phone, phone screensaver, that, that, picture on your wall, the craft you did, the Mm -hmm. tattoo on your skin, you just are prompted to praise, to say, God has delivered me and this is who he is. Mm -hmm. Super good. Do you guys have other things that are like physical stuff that you... Mm, I mean, mine are my uh, tattoos for sure. Like I have three. They're all a a reminder of something. I got the cross in my hand, Mark 8, pick up your cross. Um, on the back of my elbow here now with the timeline, remembering to be present. Um, and then on my arm, Colossians 3.23, reminding me to do all of my work for the glory of God. Yeah. I think for me, I, there, stickers are an easy one. Yeah, oh, but I try yes. to pick up stickers in different, and they're mm-hmm. s- cheap and simple. <laughs> but when I see them, I think about why I picked that up and what yeah. it did. And so mission trips is like oftentimes I, I feel like I've had a sticker associated with that. Mm-hmm. And I just remember that week and all that God has done. Mm-hmm. Um, or we do sometimes we've done like sermon series stickers for fall yeah. retreat. And yeah. I think back to a weekend and I'm just like, man, mm-hmm. God was so faithful to us in those couple of days mm-hmm. and remember what he's done. I don't know. Does that prompt yeah. anything else in you? I like to go back and read my old journals. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't do that. And I should. I don't do it probably as much as I should, but. It's better Every than once in a while I think about it, I'm like, hmm, I should read that. And it's cool to like see what God's done and what I wrote about. And yeah. Yeah. Do you ever like go back and you're like, man, I can't believe that was what I was thinking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just imagine if I were to go back and read some of my early journals, I would be like, dude, Oof, who is you? Kid? That was tough. I want to throw this away. <laughs> <laughs> I hope nobody ever, because yeah. at one point, I, so I have all my journals. I kept mm-hmm. them because I was like, you know, maybe if I keep, because I fill out about one a year. Um, yeah. is pretty much what I function. I was like, one day I'm just going to take this box and I'm going to give it to my grandkids. And <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking about I, that. I, Brennan, I hope you become like real famous one day. And then when you die, we someone finds them. all those and publishes them. They're going to throw out the first 15 years of journals. <laughs> yeah, I haven't no. even wrote, written a journal that's worth publishing yet. But 
they're still going to look. They're going to look at my journal entry from this morning and be like, what the heck was wrong with this guy? Right. But yeah, I think that's yeah. good. Going back and seeing what, what you used to wrestle with, mm-hmm. struggle with, what questions you had, how God provided. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. But also even just to, to start too, we'll, we'll hop into Luke 22. Um, to start in remembrance, I mean, you're already given the opportunity. I mean, mm-hmm. you walk into church, we take the, the Lord's Supper, we take communion. Um, and in Luke 22, during the, the Last Supper, Jesus gives the, the bread and the wine, and he says, do this in remembrance of me. Um, and so as we take communion, um, and, and we get to receive um, the physical elements that are a, a physical reminder of what Jesus has done, um, that we get to remember of the perf- perfect sacrifice yeah. of um, the work that he's done in the, the 2,000 years since and his continued faithfulness. Um, and, and we get to participate that in in the community of believers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that as a communal gathering, we come and we remember together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's one of the really core core parts of what church is, mm-hmm. right? We've made it in the West very academic, yeah. right? We come, we learn, we take notes, we leave. We sometimes apply what we're mm-hmm. learning. But one of the, f- <laughs> I just think it's really interesting. I have a, a, a big qualm with people who don't think their churches are deep enough. <laughs> um, it's just, it's one of the most frustrating terms that I feel, our sentences I feel like I hear from people where it's like, well, I just didn't feel like that message was deep enough. Or I don't feel like it really like was that like, new information but often that's not what we need Mm -hmm. as a person you need to be reminded of who god is consistently you need to be reminded of what he has asked you to do and that doesn't change that much yeah Yeah. right so we we preach a message on love god and love others and you're like well okay i've heard that Mm -hmm. but are you doing that yeah and so when you come into this space remember that jesus has died for you and we get so cold to the gospel Mm -hmm. right it's like well okay i get that it's like, yep. no, but you need to be reminded every single Sunday mm-hmm. that the yeah. gospel is real and it's alive and it matters. Yeah. You need to be reminded every single Sunday who you are as a person, mm-hmm. right? You, we are prone to forget because everything in the world will try to teach you something else. And so if for 30 minutes you sit here and you hear all information you've ever heard before, but it reminds you of, of the truths of scripture, yeah. man, that was a faithful, good message to mm-hmm. me. And so mm-hmm. that's just my own little soapbox. No, but agree. that's great. And we have to just be okay to step into spaces like this and collectively remember who God is. Mm-hmm. And I think we can even be guilty, and even myself included, of like, oh, like, you know, you'll, you'll walk up on stage and um, whoever's teaching just starts to go out and you're like, oh, I've heard this story before. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I mean, we're walking through, yeah, the Great Commission again. Like, oh, great, here we go again. But then you just tune it out because you're like, Oh, I already know I'm an expert. Like I've heard this once before. It's like, you can only preach me a message once and then I'm good. Um, but in those moments, remember, okay, what did I learn last time? Have I still applied that? What do I need to hear again? Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and it prompts me to even think about like songs, Mm -hmm. but I think there's Mm -hmm. some songs in my, um, what's the word? Discography. My what? Your discography. Playlist. Yeah, dis- dis- discography. Discography. Yeah. What would you say? What's a what's a what's like a a, a bank of music? What's my catalog? Sure. Yeah. There's lots of different words that you can fit for know. it. I don't know if either of those are exactly what I'm thinking. But Can- canon is like the word we use in the church to talk about the songs we do. Maybe. But. There's a lot of songs in my phone that 
when I, some of them, it's like, man, I, I just said the other day to you, I was listening to a song and I was like, I remember my freshman year at Oasis mm-hmm. and we yep. listened, we sang this song all the time. Yeah. And I was remembering what it was like to be a freshman sitting in the space that I now have the privilege to lead. Mm-hmm. Right, and so songs are even a portal back to this time of remembering. Yep. I remember the song that when I was in Africa for two weeks, every single night we sang this same worship song, mm-hmm. and I can I can almost like teleport myself there mentally and remember what the experience was like to sit like in, in the plains of Africa and to hear this song and, and to to remember what God was doing. I don't know. Yeah, I think music has that power it too. It does. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm I'm gonna date myself here. Four years ago, we did the Dry Bones series. Oh yeah, was that four years ago? Yeah, Oof, I think so. Probably we yeah. did Dry Bones series, which had had yeah. a dope sermon graphic, and then graphic. we did Rattle every single mm-hmm. week. Yep. And I remember I sat right back there, a couple rows from the back, mm-hmm. every week, and that was my first few weeks at Oasis. Oh yeah. And now I'm sitting on the stage running a podcast. Like <laughs> never would have connected those two. Yeah. But it's like. I still remember that teeny little bit. Like, I don't remember any of the sermons. I don't remember any of that. <laughs> but I remember that's what we talked about and, and walking through um, a little bit of Elijah and the Dry Bones yeah. and mm-hmm. all that. But like, yeah, music, we did rattle every single week. That's a banger song. Well, and I think there's there's something about putting yourself in, in your former shoes because we're so prone to forget mm-hmm. that one of the things... And as people listen, I mean, you're going to lead others eventually, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. even if it's just one-on-one, you and a friend, as you talk about Jesus at your kitchen table, you're leading them and encouraging them in faith. And one of the really powerful tools of empathy you can use is try to remember what it was like to be in their shoes. Mm-hmm. So almost every Sunday night when I get here early, I sit in, in the chair that I, the chair, we had pews at the time, yeah. but I sit in the section of the worship center that I sat in my very first time at Oasis. When I came alone, when I knew no one, when I had no idea what to expect, where I was intimidated and scared and nervous and awkward and lonely, and I sat there and I remember what I felt when the when the team started to lead and it was worship like I'd never experienced before. Mm-hmm. I remember what it was like for someone to communicate to me and, and to speak to the things that I was experiencing and wrestling with. And I remember what it felt like to leave and walk through a foyer full of people, none of which I knew. Yeah. And all of those emotions I try to tap into on a Sunday as I start to pastor. And so as you lead groups or as you sit across from the table, like what was it like for you to be that person mm-hmm. and then speak to them in that way, mm-hmm. right? Because we've, we've been the person who stumbled into the group and felt awkward and uncomfortable and do I fit here and do they want me? And like, mm-hmm. we've been the person on the outside of the friend group, right? Who wants to get in, but you, you don't know how. So what does it look like for you to now extend invitations? I don't know, just all yeah. those things as yeah. you remember and one of the things that I think has helped me the most is when like walking through like emotions like that or like seasons that have been really tough is to have someone sit across from me and say like, I've been there mm. and then yeah. help and then like walk through what they remember from that season and what helped them. Yeah. Like, okay, like, Ooh, I'm not alone. Like this is going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Super good. Real wow. quick to finish it up. What's some practical stuff? Like, yeah, I feel like we've hit, hit some, uh, we talked about, you know, journaling, um, telling someone we've hit, um, having some type of physical reminder, stickers, mm-hmm. tattoos, postcards, Sticky make a notes. video, yeah. do like a vlog for yourself. I recently heard of someone who made, this is a side thing, but could be really useful, a second Snapchat account. And they, every day they snapped their second account. Oh, so that it reminded them every year? 
Yeah, so then at the end of the but they never opened them. Oh. And then at the end of the year, they screen recorded and opened and watched like 365 gotcha. little Snapchats. Uh-huh. Okay. I was like, that's a super dope idea. Yeah, I thought you were saying they'd save it and then, it, you know, they would do the Facebook would prompt you, you one too. year ago, two years ago, yeah. three years ago. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But they did it so they, because they didn't want to like yeah. be able to watch it throughout the year. They yep. wanted to wait to the end. But, yeah. so that makes sense. Do something like that. Get fun. Get creative with it. Yeah. Make a little vlog for yourself. <laughs> nice. The vlog. All right. All right. We will see you. We will see you. They will see you. Some point in the future. Later. All right. Peace out. Bye. Bye.